Hey everyone, before we get started with this quick tip Wednesday, just wanted to let you know that next Friday on the 17th, I'm opening up enrollment into my online course, Detailing as a Business. That's where I show you how to start and grow your detailing business. So we talk about sales, marketing, finances, customer service, and everything that you need to know about running your own detailing business. Uh, this is going to be the last time I have it at this current price range. After this month, the price will go up. So just giving everyone a heads up that this month is the last time you'll see it at this price. Again, next Friday, the 17th, you'll get more information over the next coming week or two. But I just wanted to give everyone that heads up. Okay, let's go ahead and get started with this episode. And welcome back to a quick tip Wednesday episode. Here we have another question from Instagram. This comes via a direct message. So make sure if you want to send me your messages, uh, go to Instagram and follow me and send me that DM. I might not get to you right away, but I will try my best to, to answer you, whether it be in DM on a story or maybe on a podcast episode like we're doing here. So the question here says, if the customer lives in an apartment, where can I get water to wash the car and electric and electricity to vacuum? Okay, so for starters, is if you already know you're going to a location that doesn't have, that's not a home location, right? Because at a home location, you're going to have, for the most part, power and water. If you already know you're going to go somewhere that doesn't have power or water, then you can't let that be a surprise for you. Okay, so first and foremost, like if you know you're already going to have that problem, you can't just get there and be like, well, what I do now? I mean, it sounds pretty basic, but I mean you already know well in advance that that's going to be an issue. So you have to think about it, okay, first and foremost. So when you're at an apartment, let's say you're at an apartment, okay? Uh, because if you are, like, let's say at a, at a job site, um, like off location, uh, maybe at someone's work location, like in a parking lot, that you're way more limited on what you can do because it's not really meant for any of that. But uh, let's say you go to a um, in an apartment, okay? Some super... Some simple things that you can do. One is you can ask the customer if there's a wash bay. So some apartments do have dedicated areas to wash a vehicle. You might have to pay, or like, yeah, you might have to pay to use like the vacuum or like the pressure washer, I think, like maybe a few quarters or whatever. But some apartments do have wash bay, so you can use that to your advantage. Oftentimes they seem pretty empty. Um, or at least just be in there for as long as you need it for the wash or the vacuum. Don't literally be there the entire time because someone else might want to use it. And you don't want to be mid-detail. And then someone's like, hey, you're like, are you almost done? Like, I need to, you know, vacuum my car. So use it when you need it, but get out of the way. Or, wait, or you know, if, if, if you can, like, just stay there until someone kicks you off. If that helps, because usually there's like a, it's under a canopy or under a, a, a gazebo or whatever. So you could do that. Um... So ask that. Second is ask or see or have them confirm if there's a water spigot somewhere in the parking lot. Uh, another thing is like, and it, it, it could be where like it's just literally a, a water spigot and you can hook up your own water hose and it's like running water. Um, so those two might work for you. I don't. I can't tell you like which apartment typically has what. I don't know that much. Um, but I've seen both where they have a wash bay or they might have water spigots set up around the apartment. Or even in parking garages at the very top floor, there's there's oftentimes uh, a water spigot somewhere to hook up to. Again, you'd have to confirm this with the customer, um, but that's definitely one thing you could do. 
Second is take a pre-filled bucket of water. This one is the simplest thing. So for me, like I'll take a pre-filled bucket of water, five gallons of water. Okay, so I got five gallons of, of, of water right there in my, in my bucket. So I can use that for a rinse list. I can use that to clean the wheels. I also carry a five-gallon container of water. It's one of those containers where like you take to like camping and stuff. Like it's just like a, a jug of like a container, a five-gallon container of water. Um, so now I'm carrying 10 gallons of water and depending on what you're doing, depending on what the job, that may be more than enough to get the job done. Now, if you're saying, well, I need a pressure washer. Okay. Well, you have a Sunjo something, 6,000 something. That's a battery powered pressure washer. Then you have the works hydro shot, which is a battery powered quote unquote pressure washer, power washer. It's pretty weak, but nonetheless, it's battery powered. You can hook it up to a water source and you now have something to rinse off the wheels, tires, or even paint. paint. So um, if that's something that you can afford right now, if that's an option that you'd like to go, um, that's that's definitely there for you. So you'll take pre-filled bucket, uh, you'll take your bucket pre-filled with water. If you can, take an extra five-gallon container of water. Or if you can take more space and, I don't know, get like a 10-gallon, 15-gallon one, sure. But I, I literally have a five-gallon container of water behind my, my passenger seat. And I use it when needed. And then use some type of battery-powered pressure washer or power washer. And for your power, the only thing you can really do in terms of like what you like for you is is carrying a generator. That's probably the only option. I would recommend the Harbor Freight Pre- the Harbor Freight Predator 2000. Uh, that one I think it costs like 650 bucks with warranty out the door. Uh, it's just like the Honda uh, EU 2000i. It's a little bigger than the Honda. It's a little louder than the Honda, but you won't see much of a difference between those two compared to the price when the Honda is 1000 and the Predator is 600-ish out the door with warranty. So highly, highly do recommend the, um, the Predator. And I have both, so I know exactly what both are. And I do recommend the Predator. Uh, I mean, if you can afford the Honda, it is quieter. It is smaller. Um, but overall, they're, they're both great units. Uh, as far as power as well is you could, you can ask the customer if there's outlets nearby again at some apartment complexes, they'll have outlets like on, uh, where they park their vehicles. They might have them like kind of on the side of garages. Maybe ask if the customer has a garage because oftentimes, uh, apartments do have garages and sometimes, and a lot of my customers that I had in at apartments had a garages that, that they stored their vehicles or had storage. So a lot of times they'll just move stuff out the way or I can use, I can plug up my, uh, my, um, electrical cord in the outlet in the garage. Um, so it really depends. Like it's, it's really a hit or miss in terms of what the customer is going to tell you because they could easily have everything. But if they, if they've never looked around their apartment, if they don't go look around their apartment, they're not going to tell you and you're not going to know. So, I mean, bring the best that you can to do the job. Um, but I wouldn't say like, don't go to a job site at an apartment knowing that you don't have a, a, a generator, knowing that you're not sure if they have a uh, electrical outlet, and then like be shocked when you don't have power to finish the detail or to start the detail. So go with you know go prepared, of course, and you know don't be don't be shy to ask them like, hey, do you mind if you go check if there's an electrical outlet, or do you mind if you know? You see if there's somewhere I can plug up, right? Not ideal, but if that's the situation that you're in, go ahead and do it because you want to get the job done because what other option do you really have? The last thing I would say is this has happened on a very few details to where I'm actually 
the the customer that I'm servicing, their apartment unit is on the exterior uh, is is an exterior unit on the on the um on the apartment. So that means that I'm eight, like where the customer parked is really close to their apartment unit. So I was actually able to feed my uh, electrical cord from the parking lot from where the customer's vehicle was to the um, customer's apartment unit, and I was able to hook up to power there. So that was definitely in my uh, in, in my favor in that one. So possibly, maybe that could happen to you uh, because it did happen to me, but that was more of, of luck, not really much like that the apartment is set up like that that way. But other than that, I mean, you're, you're pretty set with, with this advice that I gave you. Again, like you need to go, you know, ready to, 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 to handle the job if you know there's not going to be power and water readily available. Do not show up and be like, oh, man, like what I do now. No, you know, you knew well in advance that you're not you're not going to be 100 percent sure that you're going to have power or water. So go prepared. Don't be underprepared because that's just negligence on your part. Um so we'll wrap it up here, quick and easy. Again, this is a quick tip Wednesday, just an episode under 10 minutes or so to give you quick, actionable advice. If you want me to answer your questions, you can sh- you can send me a DM on Instagram. I might reply to you in a day, maybe in a week, maybe in a month, but I will try my very best to get to you. Hopefully you've enjoyed this podcast and I'll talk to you on the next one.